Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. Hello and welcome to the It's Karmic podcast with me, your host, Vika Bradford. Today, I have the pleasure of connecting with one of my, like, a pretty, pretty old friend at this point. Yeah, no doubt, yeah. Right? It's been a while. Uh, this is Walter Palasia, and Thank he you. is many things that I'm actually going to get him to lay on the table here because uh, he does so many beautiful things that I'd like to see how he boxes it all up for you. So, Walter, <laughs> tell us about yourself. Uh, so hi, everybody. Again, Vika did a great job. I am Walter Falasia. Uh, so I'm co-owner of Vitality Health and Wellness. Uh, so, you know, my business partner, Megana, you know, we're kind of like Batman and Robin, but I always tell her I'm the Batman. She's Robin. <laughs> she never likes when I say that. So the things I do is, uh, so I do massage, I do acupuncture, I do cranial sacrotherapy, which is like light manipulation of the skull, low back. I do iridology where I can look into someone's eyes and tell you everything about them uh, physically, emotionally. Okay. Uh, I do BIE, which stands for bioenergetic intolerance elimination. It's based on quantum physics, traditional Chinese medicine. Uh, so basically what I do is I muscle test to figure out what's out of balance in a person's body, whether it's emotion, uh, emotional, environmental, digestive, or, um, hormonal. Okay. Whatever's out of whack, I send those frequencies back in the body using a, this machine called the GSR 120 through acupuncture points. It travels through the meridian and then, um, uh, the cells of the of your body will read the barcode of each of those frequencies and recalibrate itself and balance itself out. So I do BIE uh, and I do uh, life coaching. And with my life coaching, I do one-on-ones, but I do have two online coaching programs. One's called Mind, Body, and Soul. And with that one, I focus on how the mind works, how to take control of it, understand who you are truly are as a human being, uh, your connection to source, and universal laws. And then once you truly understand those concepts, you could really create the life of whatever you desire and even just appreciate what you currently have now, right? So, and then I have a men's program, right? Right here as it's displayed and da -da -da -da, brought to you by <laughs> Men of Vitality. Um, so, <laughs> so it's called Men of Vitality. And the reason I created Men of Vitality, I always had this idea for a while because I had so many men struggling with so many different aspects like uh they're tired all the time mood swings um depressed uh not emotionally intelligent i'll put it that way okay struggling in a romantic relationship struggling uh with libido uh erectile dysfunction and we're talking about guys that are just older younger too uh struggling with drive everyday life right connecting to purpose all these sorts of things I'm like, man, there's just so many guys and they're, I felt blessed that they felt comfortable enough to open up to me because it's not an easy thing for them to open up. So that says something about me and them. Right. So I appreciated that, but I just didn't have enough time to break it down. And, and then, I, you know, COVID hit and I had four months off from work. So I was like, this is the time to create it. And what I saw the common denominator on a physical plane was testosterone. Right. And the interesting thing is uh, my men of vitality program is about raising testosterone levels naturally and connecting to your masculine and sexual energy at a higher level. We dive into those deeper concepts of mental, emotional, spiritual, but I always started with the physical because the average guy is very stuck in his lower chakras and very connected to the physical plane. So if I start diving into deeper concepts, they're going to be like, Dude, I don't even know you're you're talking Mandarin to me. I just don't know what you're saying. So it's like I keep it simple first, and then I build up, build them up, and then build up their confidence, and then we start diving into deeper. Now they're physically feeling better. Guess what? Now they're more open. And if they're more open, they start to the hormones start to change in their body. Guess what? Hormones and emotions are really correlated, and we start diving into that. Now they're a little more open. Now they're uh, a little more in a, a space where I can dive into deeper concepts with them and expand their consciousness and grow. Mm, I love it. Yeah. So how did you, like, how did you end up in the work you're doing? Like, was, was, 
what am I trying to say here? Was the experience very similar for you where you like you started in those lower chakra, lower energy centers and kind of like expanded from there? No. Okay. (laughs) No, I'll be honest. Like, I think even as a young child, I've always been a very spiritual person. Right. Um, The only thing is I only knew it through uh, practicing Catholicism because that's how I practice my spirituality because that's all I knew it existed. I remember the first time learning, because uh, everyone around me was Catholic too, right? So the first person I ever met that was not Catholic, I, I was flabbergasted. I was like, you don't, they're atheists as well. So that made it even better. And I was like a kid. I'm like, you don't believe in God? You're not. And I was just like, oh my God, there's these other things I didn't even know existed. And, it, and it's just such a funny experience because you start that's why it's so important to talk and meet to different, meet different people. You have to, when you stay centered in your own little world, it, it will, you will become ignorant, right? And you become ignorant to other people and you think they're wrong or not right or whatever it is because they think different than you. And I think that's a huge lesson I learned at that moment at such a young age. Cause at first I was just so flabbergasted by the whole thing. And then once I got to know him, I'm like, Oh, but he's a great guy. Do you know what I mean? So at that young age, it was very, um, no, it was very spiritual. It was very connected. Um, and then as it got older, it just got stronger and better. And then I started to uh, be given the proper tools and mentorship by certain people that I was like, wow, they're allowing me to connect to what I always felt, but understand how to do it consciously. So, so to answer your question, it was a long answer, but to answer your question, no, but it was more related to, but there are some things I can relate to them. Absolutely. Um, I think, especially as hard as I work, staying so focused on work. And then also, if anything, I'm more higher if we're talking about chakras. Sometimes I'm disconnected or closed off from lower half, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm so focused on work and spirituality that I'm not connecting to the human experience, Mm. right? And then I'm like, oh, man, that's not cool because that's not not why I'm here. Right. Right? I'm, I'm like being up here. It's cool. Great place to be. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, but I need to now experience what I need to experience in order to expand and still be up here. Mm. So. And like, we talk about this a lot in my world where it's just like, just bringing it down. This conversation comes up a lot for me of like living up here and how, yeah, it's very comfortable to be up there. And sometimes it's easier and it can be escape sure. tactics. Right. Um, but bringing it all down into the body. And like, that's my astrology work is like, the past life stuff, but also yeah. bringing it into the body. Right. And then that's literally how I started working with you was like through the body work and doing yeah. BIE and massage and acupuncture and all these things. Um, so finding that balance between the two. So yeah, powerful. So powerful. And I think some people do get stuck. I've seen the other way where it's like someone's really into taking care of their body and physical and it's amazing. They look great. And but they're so disconnected to the mental. They're so disconnected to the emotional. They're so disconnected to their higher self, the, the spiritual part. And I'm like, man, like you look so good, but you're, <laughs> you're staying here. Mm. And the problem with that is that I find it's easier for them as well because they get constantly rewarded by being told you look so good. You look so, oh, you're so fit. You're so this, you're so, oh, you're beautiful. You're So it's like, it's constant reassurance. So they don't feel like they need to expand problem is it's a slippery slope when you stay stuck in the physical because this avatar we're living in and we're experiencing this world in which I love and I'm so grateful for it um is eventually going to expire right and you know we're not always going to look that certain way and if that's all you rely on you don't have that spiritual growth you're going to struggle for that later part of your life Mm. oh yeah right yeah Okay. Um, I love this. And I wanted to chat today about like the divine masculine, because I feel like it's not talked about enough. And like, I know you're focusing on it and I have a couple other soul family, male people in my life that are very focused on bringing uh, masculine energy back in like the the healthy masculine, you know, like healthy alpha versus um, not so healthy beta energy back into the world through like there's men's circles coming up in the world now and like all this space. And you work a lot with that, creating the, the healthy masculine, the divine masculine. So I wanted to talk to you about like why it's so important to bring that back into the world. Great question. 
So I feel, because people get very confused. They're like, oh, why are you always talking about men's stuff? And especially more recently, right? And I feel like if the divine masculine, if men can connect to their divine masculine, everybody benefits from it. Everybody. So, and I also think on a global scale, the things that are happening wouldn't be happening today. A hundred percent. That's just the reality. And the unfortunate reality too is uh, women have, they don't feel safe whether they express that consciously or not. So they feel like they have to be in their masculine. Yeah. And they're leading the charge, which is nothing wrong with that. I don't think that's bad at all. The problem is where are the guys at? Mm-hmm. Where's, the, where's the cohesion? And, uh, you know, it, it's just not making sense to me and it's unfortunate. So that's why I'm like, it's such a push for me because I'm like, I'm looking at that on a global scale. Then let's bring it more in home, right? So if this man's connected to his divine masculine, okay, what, what's going to happen is he's going to be more in tune with himself. His relationship with his higher version of himself and source is going to be much better. And if that's better, that means he's vibing in a higher vibration. If you're vibing in a higher vibration, guess what? You heal quicker, you manifest better. Everything starts to happen better. People get drawn to you, right? So your partner, if you have a romantic partner, she's going to be drawn to you or he's going to be drawn to you, whatever, right? And it's like beautiful. Your children, if you have children, they're going to be drawn to you. Your friends, they will respect you. Okay? Other men who don't even know you will see your vibe and they're like, man, I want to get to know that guy. Okay. That's just the way it is. And sometimes you don't have to say anything like, again, I'm not saying this in a cocky way or whatever, but I'll walk into a room. I won't even say a word. People will know I'm there just because Mm -hmm. of my energy. Mm -hmm. And people get drawn to me, not just women, but men do too, because there's some form of respect. There's this energy that's likable, but respectable. It's like, yo, I don't know what it is about that guy. And they come talk and we have this great conversation and I respect them too. So it's this beautiful thing where it's not like, oh, I'm trying to be this, how, uh, you know, a lot of people try to def- uh, make fun of alpha males. Like, oh, it's like, you're just like this ape and you're like the, the apex. And it's like, that's not what I'm talking about. When I talk about my stuff, my stuff is like, I want that man to be better than who he was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's all an internal environment that we need to conquer, right? You need to be the alpha of your internal world. Mm-hmm. if not it's running you and you and if it's running you you are in beta state yeah. if you're in beta state your outside world will run you too it is just wild to like watching right now um and josh and i joke about this a lot like when we'll see a, a male in their lower octave and we're just like beta like we we <laughs> have these running jokes about like yeah. beta energy because because alpha is so rare now and it is true it's kind of interesting to think about how we've been programmed to think like an alpha male is this dumb guy who's only there to breed or whatever that is but that's not what an alpha actually is like an alpha is a leader alpha steps in with confidence like you said he walks into the room and people know he's arrived and just the fact that you were talking about like women needing like we do feel like we need to take charge now because there isn't that energy coming from a man and I think it gets misconstrued that um we as females don't want that energy or something like we do we might have been programmed to think that we don't but we do because I lost my divine feminine having to step up and be the masculine, right? Like, because I was not safe Yeah. and coming back into my divine feminine. Now I'm like, damn, I need some alpha. Like I have, I have an alpha man, Absolutely. but, but like, I need, that. yeah, no question. <laughs> but like, I need alpha male energy in my life so that yeah. I can come into my chaotic, wild, um, feminine energy that just like sometimes needs to be contained right or like not contained either way yeah when it's the right time yeah right yeah, yeah. and and I think someone in their divine masculine knows when it's the right time because they're just that they're in tune and this is why it's such an important thing too because even when I coach I've coached couples and one of the things I focus on is masculine and feminine energy and understanding the importance of it right so 80 percent of men want to be in their masculine especially in their romantic relationship that's their natural state 80 percent of women want to be in their feminine predominantly uh there is a you know i would say 10 15 percent where the women are more comfortable in their masculine and starting to grow more because mm-hmm. of the programming and then some of the men feel more comfortable in their feminine okay and there's just a small percentage of 
which I think is sort of grow too, the more I'm seeing it, that's very neutral, very balanced between their masculine and feminine. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we talk about dating, uh, the, the people that are very balanced and very neutral need to be together. Because if not, this neutral person getting a uh, optimal masculine energy or feminine energy, they will not, there's no sexual polarity. Mm. And if there's no sexual polarity, that person who's more in their masculine or feminine is going to be like, does this person not desire me? Do they not? Because that's not their number one thing. But right. if you have two people in their balance, uh, you know, sexually, they might have sex once a week, once a month, but that's okay with them. They're not uh, as sexually driven, but mm -hmm. they still, they're like best friends and they connect on so many other levels. So it's good for them. But someone who's in their divine masculine or feminine, it's going to be like, yo, I'm, I'm dying here. You're killing me. Like, there's <laughs> nothing, what, you know what I mean? So because there's no sexual polarity, you're going to start to resent that person. Mm. Okay. So that's one of the common things I see. And then the other one, which is very interesting when I see, when I deal with couples is like you mentioned is women are being programmed to be more in their masculine. Okay. Uh, and I can give you numerous stories, but uh, I'll, I'll share one. So one, uh, one of my clients, uh, great relationship with a great guy. I treat him too. Uh, they're both beautiful souls, beautiful people. The love is genuine, strong, uh, but in her work life, she's in her masculine. Okay. And she doesn't realize it, but when she comes home, she doesn't shut it off. Mm. So she's waving that energetic dick, just slapping her around everywhere. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Okay. And it's just like, he naturally, just because he wants it to flow, subconsciously, he goes into his feminine. Mm. Then over time, she starts to resent him. Right. You're like, yo, what is this? Gross. I don't like this. Right. <laughs> and I told her, I'm like, tuck your energetic dick away. And connect to your feminine energy okay and if you do that guess what's going to happen he's going to naturally feel safe to get in his masculine and then you're going to start to get that synergy again and that's exactly what happened the mm. relationship is flourishing but if you don't have that kind of information you don't understand why we think the way we think and what's our natural state and how we think and energy and all this type of stuff we're talking about which you do a great job of talking about as well Man, you're so far behind. You you could avoid so many issues if people start listening to the podcast like this and start implementing, not just listening. Because yeah. I I really get on people. I call them information horrors. People who go from podcast to podcast, book to book, uh, uh, seminar to seminar, all these things. Right? And I'm, I love that they do it. But I always okay. I'm like, what did you get from that book? What did you get mm. from that seminar? What did you get from yeah. that course? You know? Oh, you know, I got this, but I'm like, I'm still learning. I'm still, and I'm just like, mm, there's no integration. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. You have to apply. Now I almost feel like stop adding things. Yes, totally. And just get to the basics and start implementing in your life. And then once you start to hit certain levels, okay, now you can go into that deeper concepts, but yes, won't be an information war. I <laughs> fully agree. Um, I actually have some people that like, um, speed read books like this is a side topic but I'm always like did you integrate the book like did you absorb the book or are you just trying to read more books for some sort of goal that doesn't actually exist like calm I down totally feel, yeah I feel the same way like I, I see these people oh you know Mind Valley guy saying you could read speed read I'm like <laughs> okay and CEOs read one book uh, a week you know that's what people so what who cares you know what I mean? Like in my head, I'm like, okay, but does that correspond with my lifestyle, my goal? I'd rather read a book and enjoy the book and actually implement it in my life. hundred percent. It's not really about how many books you write. Somebody could read one book, but if they, if it touched them and changed your life, that's all that matters. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, there's some that I feel like that's like a toxic masculine trait right there. Like Agreed. trying to absorb so much, but no implement, implementate. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. English. Yeah, no worries. I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. And I, I feel like the other part of a, a, what I say with toxic masculinity is focusing on the numbers. Okay. Mm. Like, oh, I read 52 books this year and I am superhero and, or, oh, I made this much money in it, but I'm like, okay, which is great. These are all great things. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's like, what did you get out of it? Mm. And your, did you grow as a human being? How did you help somebody with it? Did it make you a better man? 
did it like and if it did great i i applaud that but if it was just like you just want to tell people that you read 52 books or you benched 300 pounds or no one cares i'm gonna be honest no one cares no one cares no, no one cares yeah and i think that was so much love yeah no it's <laughs> no true it is it's so like there was yeah there's no integration no implementation like uh, what did it actually do for you to read 52 books this year? Like, yeah. what did that give to your soul? Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then and there's that disconnect again, where, and I always say this, uh, I've said this numerous times, but I'll share it with you guys. So it's like, how I view men and women and how they're a little different is amazing. So again, we live in a lot of duality, uh, you know, there's good and bad to everything, dark light, right? So men have this thing where a man could have man boobs, gut, and whatever. And he thinks he's the sexiest man alive. And I love it. I don't know. I, I do. I'm like, there's just like, he's taking pride in what he has. And I love every second of that. And the average guy is okay with the basics. Okay. If he has a steady paycheck, roof over his head, clothes on his back, uh, food on his table, even occasional laying doesn't even have to be good. If he's getting some, he's content. Okay. So there's good to that. I do like that. Here's the problem. And, and I run into this in my program. We're talking about my program. Because they're so content, they don't think anything's wrong. Mm. So they have this theory of don't fix something that's not broken, right? Right. So I find it beautiful that you're you have this uh, confidence of whatever state you're in physically, mentally, financially, it doesn't matter. You have this inner confidence, man, I love that. And you're okay with the basics. You have gratitude for the basics. Love that. All this I love, but you still need to grow. Cause if yeah. you're not growing, you're dying. Yes. That was my only thought there as you're speaking was like, where's the growth? Where's the growth? Where's so the growth? women demand that out of men. So if you have a good woman, she will kind of pull that out of you. But the problem is if you're, if you don't see, you'll take it as criticism and you'll, mm. you won't think it's, it's uh, like from a positive place. I mean, and it might not be, so it depends on the person, but um, so you got to demand, you got to demand growth from yourself. It shouldn't be from anybody else. Mm-hmm. Women are the opposite. Women um, want to grow. They want to learn. They, uh, if you get a group of women right here and they'll, you know, even if it was, we're talking about like problems with your significant other and everyone would talk about it and they would bond on it or they could talk about menstrual cycle issues or it doesn't matter what the topic is they find something to bond on and they want to get better they want to learn they'll read about it they'll do courses they'll see a doctor a natural they'll do everything it takes um and they want to better themselves they're doing their hair their makeup they're on top of their fashion they're working like that's divine feminine it's fine it's i love it okay problem it's never good enough Mm. not pretty enough I'm not skinny enough. I'm not fit enough. Uh, I'm, I'm, my booty's not big enough. Right? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't make enough money. I'm not educated enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not, that, I'm not good enough mom. I've heard it all. And I'm like, and it, or like I'll see people, like I've helped 28 couples conceive. And almost every single woman that ever came in for, uh, for massage after, right? We'd be like, I find it weird that women will ask me, oh, is that all you're having? One kid? Like it's never enough. Or if you had too many, you'd be like, why are you having so many? There's always something. So it's more, uh, I would say, like uh, the negative part of the, you know, dark side of the feminine energy. Um, And and I see, so I almost like, can we meet at the middle? (laughs) Can we both have that, how men, the masculine has this inner contentment of no matter what state they're in, older, younger, skinny, fat, they just have this inner confidence about them. They think they're the sexiest animal alive. Love it. And that... They're very content with the basics. They have more grief. They don't, they're happy with it. Can we shift that to the women as well? And then shift the, the power of that femininity, how constant growth, want to get better and men be more like that, where the women need to be a little more like, let's accept me for me and love me for me, but still want to get better as well. Mm. If we can meet, oh my God, together. Woo, wow. Watch out. Right. And this must be where like polarity meets like that. We have it all within us each individually, right? Like how we need to be in balance ourselves. And I do wonder why, like why women seeks, is it that, is it that we're seeking so much to be filled? Like, what is that? 
that that never enough feeling what does that come from and then in the men like why why so content why why no need to grow yes right like those questions do come up yeah and it's a great question and I think a lot of people are not even aware of it Mm -hmm. so you know whoever's watching this sits there it's like man yeah I kind of do that that's okay (laughs) at least you recognize it but then there's your opportunity to change it Right. Start like healing yourself and getting better. Like, you know, for the men, strive for be, being better. Women, it's like appreciate now, but still be that hustler. Go after the best version of you, which, mm. you know, it's just amazing. Yeah. And like, do we call in, like, if it was, uh, say, a female listening to this and then resonating with the, it's never enough, like I'm resonating with it right now, would I be calling in more divine masculine? Would I be calling in more divine feminine? What are we, what are we calling That's in That's a there? good question. I think for me, it'd be like the balance of both, mm. right? I, I do yeah. think is, I think if you're in your divine feminine, you're going to recognize the beauty within you. And then and emotionalize that because that's where the divine feminine is such a powerful thing. This is, I don't know if women really realize it. How, you know, people downplay women's emotions. Well, you're too emotional or too this, but it's just a power that you most people don't understand. Because if you can align your thought with the emotion and add movement, you're the most powerful manifester and creator on this planet. Mm. You're not creating humans, which is pretty special thing i'm just gonna say yeah but you the way you can manifest i think you know not to compare because we're all great manifestors whatever but i mean like as a woman because you really feel on a different level than men do like on on average yeah uh man if you can key into the feeling of your the feeling of the wish fulfilled of your desire of your goal man the power of your manifestations would be endless Hmm. I like that. Let's just scream that louder for every woman listening. Like absolutely. But they don't realize it. They, no. they get they keep on being told that you're too emotional. Hmm. And it's like it's like a, a sin or a bad thing, but it's like, okay. And it could be a bad thing depending on how, where you are. Yeah, emotional intelligence and stuff. But emotional intelligence is huge, right? So if you know how to key in your emotions and shift it to what you desire. Hmm right? It's like energy, right? Emotion, energy, emotion. What are you shifting it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, but if it's staying stagnant on the same thought, uh, because you're, you're not focused on your, because a lot of people have the same thoughts every day. Yes. Like, right. So like 95% of the time you're thinking the same thoughts, but it's like, you have to be conscious. So like a lot of people don't consciously think, and I can't remember who said this. It was like 2% of people think, of people think they think 95% of people would rather die than think. Wow. Okay. So who are the 2%? The 2% are the people who think consciously. Right. Okay. When you consciously think you choose thoughts. Now it's exhausting. It does Mm -hmm. get right. And, (laughs) but if you do, and you choose thoughts that align with your goals, guess what? And you are very connected to your emotions. And you connect the thought, which creates the feeling, right? The emotion. And you, you stay there for a while. Mm, You're vibing that throughout the day. And if you're vibing that, guess what? The universe must supply. Asking is given. It is what it is. It's a law. It's not made up. This is real. It's quantum physics. It's, it's in every text of every religion. And this is what they're talking about. Like when I talk to people who are hardcore Christian Catholic, you know, I do know a lot about it because that's how I was raised. I, what they don't understand is I, the way I look at the Bible, the Bible is a book of manifestation. It's literally a book of quantum physics and universal laws. Okay. It's just, it's not, if someone's offended, I'm sorry. It's not a literal text. It's contextual. I take it contextual, meaning these, let's say we know what we know and somehow mean you get sent back to time, like back to those days. And, you know, somehow they know that we speak English and they can understand English, even though they're Arabic or Jewish, or whatever. Okay. Hebrew, or whatever. Okay. So how, do, how would we explain law of attraction to these people? They wouldn't understand damn word we're saying. We'd say it through story. Hmm. Because at that time, they're probably at a grade two level. So how would you teach a bunch of grade two kids right now? We, I'd probably tell them through a story. You would tell them through a story. Yeah. So you create these stories and these stories are so powerful if you see the meaning within them. Right. And like uh, when I teach my pro, like my mind, body and soul program, you know, um, 
I share this one verse that says, to those who have more will be given, to those who don't, that they have and more will be taken away. So when I used to hear that, I used to be like, again, because it's not explained properly, okay? I used to hear them like, oh, see, the rich get richer. This is bullshit, and it's blah, 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 okay? That's not what it's talking about. To those who have more will be given. So if you currently appreciate what you currently have in your state of gratitude, you'll be given more. If you have it in your mind's eye and feel it with all your heart, it's yours. It's yours already. You already feel it like it's yours. It's just a matter of time for it to, for it to come from the quantum field into this 3D reality. So to those who have more will be given. That's what that means. To those who don't, more that and more will be taken away. If you don't even occur and currently appreciate what you have, then it's already lost on you anyways. Mm. And you most likely you'll push it away anyways. Right. And you're in a vibration of actually attracting things you don't desire <laughs> or in a vibration to push away what you actually want. Right. There's no space for the, the good to come in. Ooh, that's, that's deep. Right. That's so really like, deep. I, yeah, so I drop all these little bombs uh, because I want them to understand because they haven't been taught properly. Right. Right. And uh, it's it's such a powerful book if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But there's so many examples I use from there just because it's it's golden. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they don't even know why they do their things. Like, funny story. My nephew was getting baptized. I'm the godfather. Uh, and the priest was saying all these things. And I'm like, he's not right. Like he doesn't even know what he's talking about. So he's like, Oh, we do baptism, um, to cleanse your soul. So I was like, well, if you're made pure, because God mm. is pure, what are you cleansing? Right. So he's just like, uh, he didn't know what to say. He's just regurgitating what he was told, but he hasn't thought he's not thinking. Remember 2% of people think, okay. Unless you believe in past lives. Now that makes sense to me. Okay. I vibe with okay. that. Right. Which I do. Right. So I believe in past lives, but in in that religion, they don't. Okay. So to me, how could you do both of these things? That doesn't make sense. Right. You have to believe in both in order for that to happen. So say my nephew from a past life to cleanse his soul, they do this ritual with the water. It's beautiful. Okay. So you're cleansing his past sins from past lives. That makes sense. Okay. Number two. They pour it on your forehead. Oh, they pour it here because of blah, blah, blah. I can't remember what I said. I'm like, no, that's to open up your third eye. <laughs> okay. And then my sister leans over to me and says, shut the F up. Because I want my kid baptized. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so for me, I look at that. It's like, okay, how many people have been growing up in this mindset? And I'm not just you know, picking on Catholics or Christians or anything. Uh, this is for everybody. And these prophets probably were, you know, giving some gold, but we're not getting what we really need. We're practicing ideas that humans manipulated to fit their agendas to control people and make you feel mm-hmm. shitty and lower vibrational. That's mm-hmm. not what that was about. What it was about is like, yo, be like this guy, okay? This guy was close to God, their homies, their fam. You know, and we are all like, he's the son of God. Guess what? So am I. You're the daughter of God. Okay. And that's what people don't understand. We're God and goddesses walking on this planet because we come from source. We come from consciousness. And don't get caught up on words. You can't mm-hmm. get it by the word water. That's what Alan Watts says. It's just a word, right? right. You can call it God, Allah, Yahweh, infinite intelligence, universe. Uh, you can call it bacon. I don't care. You can call it whatever you want. I like, like bacon. That's the one. That's yours? Okay, perfect. Afraid of bacon. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter what you call it, but it exists. No, exactly. Okay. But yeah. People get stuck on words. So whoever I'm coaching, like I go with what they're comfortable with. Yeah. And we go from there. But understand that you're from this pure, beautiful energy of love and it's infinite and it's the creation of everything. And it's within us. So guess what? We're, we're creators on earth. We are infinite soul-wise. We're energy because we're a bunch of atoms vibrating a certain frequency and we're love. Mm. If we can align with that and understand the, and see the beauty in all of everyone else that we see in front of us, man, nothing can stop us. Mm. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So for all, because predominantly my listeners are women, uh, okay. but like, I do have my cool, like dudes that come into the sure. wicked guys. Um, but for the women listening, like, and tapping into this, how can we support our men to step deeper into their alpha? Like, what can we do? Great. Okay. So I say this with as much love as possible too. <laughs> women can be your anchor or your rocket fuel. Mm. They could be your anchor or your rocket fuel. Even if they have good intentions, but they're but they're trying to push them in a certain way, it could debilitate that guy. Because most likely that guy is the most vulnerable with you. You know everything about him, his weaknesses and everything. And if you use any of those against him, you will shut him down more. Oof, yeah. Okay. And guys don't want to deal with it. It hurts too much. So we, we hide through different things. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. We'll talk about football. We'll talk about cars. We talk about chicks. We talk about, and we'll just, oh, we joke around and be silly and all, excuse me, all fun things. But we don't want to deal with what we really feel. So the average guy, when they get together, hey, how is, uh, how's your girlfriend? How's your wife? Oh, she's good. How are things with you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. That's it. Then we get into topics. What's happening in the world, sports, okay? Finances and all that stuff, right? Cool. But we don't get into the deep stuff because we want to avoid it. It's our getaway, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, and I remember I posted this about how some men will avoid because, say, they appreciate, they may feel appreciated more at work, right? So maybe they're really good at what they do, this, but they they rather stay overtime, this and that, instead of go home. Interesting. Yeah. Or after work, go to the gym, which is good. Right. With friends, but they'll avoid home. So they're not they getting that, that, yeah, that alpha like energy. Ooh. Yeah. So they're, they're not being invited into their alpha when they're at home. That's right. So if they don't feel safe to be in that, and if they feel trapped, they feel like, well, I can't really speak my mind anyways, because you're going to use it against me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to like do my duties. Like, be a provider, you know, put the kids to bed this, that, and I'm just going to numb myself through entertainment and, or drinking or drugs. Yes. We don't want this. <laughs> no, no. Like environment will set the tone. Okay. And I'll use a scientific example. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what type of apes they were. I don't know if they were chimpanzees. Don't call me on that. Okay. So they had 20 chimpanzees in a, in a cage. Okay. Big one. And they measure the testosterone levels of each of these chimpanzees. Then uh, so you had the, the alpha, okay, the top-notch guy, right? And you had the 20th level dude, okay? And the significance of their testosterone dropped from each level of these guys, okay? So the guy who's like 20th has super low, the guy who's the alpha is like a G, like just testosterone through the roof, okay? They take the 20th guy, and that little guy gets, no, he might not be small, but he gets smacked around and he gets dominated, okay? Now they put him in a cage with four females, Okay. All of a sudden he's become the alpha Mm. and all he does is eat and have sex all day. So I tell, you know, I tell the guys in my men's program, like, guys, I don't have that part of my program. Sorry. Like (laughs) it's not an option. (laughs) You know? So it's like, I apologize, but it's just not an option. But, um, so what happens is when they measure his demeanor was different, his body language is different. And when they measure his testosterone was through the roof. So when they brought him back into the cage, he still thought he was the alpha in that room again. Mm-hmm. They just smacked around a couple of times. <laughs> he went back down. They remeasured his testosterone and went down. Mm. Okay. So what's the moral of this whole story? The moral of the story is if you think of humans, you have this man who has the potential to be this alpha, this divine masculine, this higher level human being. Okay. But he's in an environment that he doesn't feel loved. He doesn't feel appreciated. He doesn't feel connected. And everything he does is never good enough. Mm. Sorry. Right. So, of course. And we're in a world right now where we have our women so programmed to be in the masculine that they're constantly knocking their men down. And so men are just like innately going into beta because they don't feel significant. That's right. So when when people ask me, what are some of the reasons why testosterone levels are so low? Mm. You know, we can get into like chemicals and foods and all that. But this... Like society and how we demasculate men. 
Yeah. And like the, the lack of importance, like we basically don't need them anymore. Mm, I it hate that. The reason, the reason why men's, I think a huge reason why they, they just don't feel good. So okay. what people don't understand is that mind body connection. If you mentally feel like you're worthless and you're not good enough and you're not that, guess what? Your body's going to respond to that. It's just inevitable. Hmm. So in this sense, would it be like powerful work to learn, say your man's love language so that you can yes. constantly be, um, giving him the adoration and like the, the providing the magic to say, like, I do appreciate you. You are, you are an alpha. You're amazing. Like do your work, speak your truth, be here. Sure. Like, okay. So like, let's say when we're doing couple stuff, uh, I always say you have to have goals as a yeah. couple. And most people don't, number one, right. which is shocking to me. The goal was to get the person there, like, well, I got her. Yeah, I got him. That's good. That's true. Well, it's so like, weird. We don't it's have cool. goals now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> okay, right? So uh, if the if you have goals, if there's any goals, it's very logistical. Mm. Okay? We want to buy this house and we yes. want to live in this neighborhood and we want to yes. pay it off by this time. We want to have RSPs and we don't want X amount of kids and we want to travel while we're here. And like, this is what we do. Okay. Yes. Uh, fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. You need that too. You need to see eye to eye, but I'm not talking about that. I'm like, what no. kind of relationship do you want? Right. What like, what do you see the future you of your love looking like? Okay. We do yes. have those goals. We do. Okay, have, good, good. We don't have the other goals. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there's always something to work on. Right. Yeah. So I look at him like, okay. So, um, you know, I'll give an example and I, and I love this story. It's so funny. So the woman, one of the things she said was I want romance and passion. Right. Amazing. Great. So I told her, guess what? That means nothing to me. That's fairy tale land. Like who? Yeah. Ooh. Romance sounds very nice. Mm -hmm. What does men it mean? Don't think, men, yeah, thank you. Men don't think like that. We need yeah. to know definition. Yeah, what the hell does that mean? That yeah. could mean anything. Thank you. Okay, so you got it. Yeah. So to me, like, please define that. Okay. Yes. It's you have to understand men's minds. Like, we need to compartmentalize and be very literal. Mm. So if you ever see a guy, like, say we play sports, you don't just tell a guy, oh, go run out there and I'll throw you the ball. You have to tell him on this play, you run this route, this, 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 and you educate on how he moves his arm. It's like so detailed. We're so detailed and analytical and logical. Okay? Mm -hmm. So saying, oh, uh, you know, romance, that means nothing to men. Yeah. You know what? It means sex. That's what we interpret it because that's what okay. we. Okay. Okay. That's what. So I'm like, you have to define that. So she goes, okay, well, I want like love. Uh, sticky notes and sweet texts and a candlelight dinner and at first he was kind of like well that's not who I am and I'm like I don't care who you are because who you are doesn't work <laughs> I'm sorry it doesn't and if you want this to work because you have to think as a couple you're a team mm -hmm. you don't play a sport without a concept of what kind of scheme you're going to have and what kind of formations you're going to be in because if you play if you play you're going to lose because other teams will be more organized and that's life. So if you're going out there and you can be two amazing people together, but if you don't have a, a plan, you're going to lose a lot. And if you lose a lot, eventually the team will part. But if you have a plan and you're not going to always win, you'll have some losses, but you learn from the loss. It's a lesson, not a loss. It makes you better. And you re, you know, change the plan. You, uh, you change on the fly. It's like, okay. Boom, let's, this didn't work, but let, well, let's do this together. And you learn and get better. Uh, but if you have no plan of action then, and you don't know what you're working towards, guess what? You're just, I tell people, you're like a nugget of shit in the toilet of, of life. You're just a float, <laughs> floating around. That's, okay. It's not a good place to be in. Okay. No. So, um, so don't be a turd. That's my lesson. Take anything <laughs> no don't be a turd. Okay. So he's like, okay. And then what he wanted was more sex. Very simple. So I asked him as well, what does more mean? Mm. What does one time count? Is it when right. a man ejaculates? Is it when a woman has an orgasm? What, what is it? So like, because people say these words and I don't even know, what does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. They don't even know. They just spit right. a bunch of shit out of their mouth. So they have no They're intention. Like, That's right. So then he's like, wow, I've never been asked that. So we got into the nitty gritty of that. Cool. Very crystal clear. And there was other things, but the, let's say those are the two main ones. She came back two weeks later and she was so happy and so excited. I'm like, cool. But he wasn't there. So I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's a good sign. Right. And um, she was telling me how, 
yeah, he, she showed up one day from work and candlelight dinner. Everything was set up. I'm like, that's my boy. That's my boy stepping up his game. Okay. And she said, it was, I uh, felt so good. I felt so loved. And um, bada bing, bada boom. And I'm thinking, okay, awesome. Good time. What happened after? And I go, I don't need details. I just need to know like what's going on. Oh, no, we just hung out and watched the movie. I was like, I go, see, here's the problem. You didn't follow the game plan. Mm-hmm. You didn't do the work for the goals. Right. Men are like dogs. Okay. You want a paw, you give him a treat. Yeah, I was going to say he didn't get his win. Thank you. So guess what? His thinking is like, well, then I'm not going to do this again. Even when I right. try, I get what I want. Right. So it's a lot easier just to do nothing. Right. So she made up for it. They worked on it. Things are good. Uh, next thing, love languages, which you mentioned. Okay. Affirmation, touch, spending time, access service gifts. Okay. You want all five as a human. Of course. You have your, I feel like you have, most people have main one or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, I'm an affirmation touch guy. That's that's what I need. Okay. I'm access service all day. Are you access service all day? That's <laughs> hilarious. Okay. So let's say I get those other three, but like in abundance. Okay. It'll make me feel good. Mm-hmm. But I'll say I'll thir- I'm 30%. My love tank's 30% full. Right. Okay. If that woman I'm with doesn't tell me like, you know, oh, you're so sexy or I love you so much or whatever, or there's no touch. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. I, I work with so many women. They, they could do tons of things for me. <laughs> they, like, they can fulfill all my other love languages if I needed to. But those right. two? Come on. That's me personally. Um, when I was dealing with one couple, the guy was access service, like you. And I knew him personally. So I knew his whole upbringing. So his pa- I never saw his parents say, oh, I love you, Pookie. I was like, that did not happen. They showed it through action, old school European style. Hmm. And his wife is an affirmation person. So uh, in his world, how he shows love, he comes home from work, he'll shovel snow, cut grass, whatever is, you know, entail, fix his wife's car, change the diaper, like, and then he'll, he'll chill. So he's doing yeah. his, uh, his love language. He's providing. Most people, most people do what they want. Totally. If you're not sure, even without doing the test, because there's a test online. Without yeah. doing the test, oh, I always say, what does your partner do? Hmm. Make you think. Yes. What they're doing is what they want back. Right. Okay. So his laundry is done. His food is cooked. His in his world life is grand. Like his love tanks full. Right. He can drink his beer and we can chill and have a great time. She's miserable as hell. Why? Because he hasn't noticed the haircut she got. She doesn't appreciate, uh, or he doesn't appreciate like how good of a mom she is. Uh, she didn't get congratulated on her promotion. She's not saying he's not saying how much she loves her verbally. But he, he doesn't get it. He's like, what's her problem? Mm-hmm. Look like, how much I, I do for her. Thank you. So this is, you know, she's he's speaking Mandarin. She's speaking Greek, right? Mm, Two different languages. Yeah. Okay. So here's a translator. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm going to translate this whole thing for you. So she actually doesn't need to change anything. She's already doing yours. That's why you don't feel miserable. Right. You need to give her affirmation. Again, a lot of guys fight uh, fight change, right? Because they're comfortable. It's like same thing. Uh, I don't know. That's not really me. You know, I feel I feel like I'm being fake. And so I said, I'm not asking you to say a lie. I'm asking you to say what you actually think. Yeah, the truth. So, mm-hmm. so I have lenience on ignorance. I do. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> right. But when you know and you still don't want to do it, I have a problem. Now it's a choice. Mm-hmm. So I told him, here's your three options of what your future is going to look like. And I'm not psychic, but I know this is going to happen already. One, you're going to live a very miserable life together. Option two, she's going to cheat on you because there will be other men that will give her that love language and she's going right. to fold the cheap launch here. Right. Okay? Number three, she's going to leave you before she cheats on you. And he goes, wow, that's terrible. I'm like, well, those are your options. You will <laughs> choose that. So he changed. Okay. And then number three, so those are love languages, and you should understand your partner's love languages. And number three for me, it's like understanding this masculine feminine thing. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to feel safe enough to get in your feminine. Be a little submissive. Allow him to take charge. Make him feel like the man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dominate, like even not just everyday life, but sexually too. Let him like yearn for you. Let him chase okay. you. Let him find that hunter within. I find like the hunter within most of these men are dead. 
Right. We've killed them. Yeah. And I like, and I'm guilty of this. This has been my work for a long time because I am such a um, strong woman Mm -hmm. and I, I do, I did in the past and still do operate mainly from my masculine, just because of the way I was raised. Like that is a thing. And I have control as, as one of my energies, like where I'm just like, I need to chill my control, but I'll witness uh, Josh experiencing my, my masculine bulldoze him. And, and he'll, it'll get to a point where he'll just be like, I just feel like I'm not enough for you. Or like, no, nothing I do is enough. Like you always have counterpoints or I should do it that way. Um, and it is my work to back off and just like, trust that he's got this. Like, like I I'll get to, I'll, I'll witness myself and I'll be like, why are you trying to control every step that he's taking? Because you think he's not capable of handling these small things like and how that destroys his alpha right like absolutely and again but understanding your perspective because there was times you didn't feel safe so you feel Mm -hmm. like okay i just want to make sure yeah and that's it it's like i'm just trying to like make everything from a bad place but (laughs) But. as but from our end it's a hurtful place absolutely oh she doesn't trust me I don't trust you. That is exactly right. the, the message I'm giving. And when yeah. I had to witness that so many times and even reflect, like, do I trust that he can get this done? Do I think he's capable? Um, and witnessing that within myself and then understanding, yes, I do think he's capable. That gave me the ability to back off. And it's right. still my work when I'm yeah. like, I'm going to leave this to you. Um, and I have to just walk away. And there is the part of me that wants to step in and do everything but I just, I just let it go. Even if it doesn't turn out. Okay. Even if he misses steps or like does things I wouldn't do, um, being okay with that. I do see him in a a higher ability to step into his alpha. Yes, absolutely. And and that's what I mean. Like, so you have like you as a woman has the capability to be as rocket fuel or as anchor. Mm -hmm. So when you support him and you're in your divine feminine, man, nothing will stop him. Yeah. He'll bulldoze everybody. But if you're like, you make him feel like, oh, you, you don't have this. And he's the most vulnerable with you. He's just going to shut down. Now the outside world can manipulate him. And right. So uh, another thing, whether people know this or not, and I teach this in my men's course, is you have to understand as a man, you have to be in your divine masculine, in your frame. Know who you are and live from that like stoic man that you are. But you have to build up to that guy. so as you're building up to this man you have to understand who you are and stay in that frame women will shit test you every time do it naturally yeah it's just a natural thing not we don't mean to (laughs) no no you don't it's a natural and i I never understood this until more in recent time okay so because to me it's like why what what, what does that mean so as men we think oh do you do not appreciate it but it's not that it's embedded in women because you always want to know, can this guy subconsciously protect and provide for me? Right. Okay. Yeah. And every time you should test them, most guys think, and they react. They don't stay in their frame. They don't right. stay emotionally intelligent. They don't stay, they don't know how to veer. Mm. Right. So example would be like, um, oh, this, that, like you had a bad day and you're this, that, that, and you're going off and then uh and then almost it starts to almost transfer to the guy now the guy starts to take it personal but instead of staying in his frame being like oh yeah and then just grab you and kiss your neck and lick your face and be silly and boom that's that's the reaction you get that's josh to a t okay so josh nails that okay so yeah. you do that yeah now you're not even thinking about that anymore you're no, it's gone because he stayed in his frame he shifted. okay so most guys be like Oh my gosh, she's complaining again. Yes. And then what do they do? It gets in a battle. So now he's lost his frame. Now you don't trust him. Oh my gosh. And now he's going to leave because he, he, I want to go have some drinks and I got to get away from this instead yeah. of being like, whoa, I'm going to just divert her energy and then she'll just come right back and everything will be cool. Oh my gosh. You've you just like blown to- my mind of what the shift was when I was dating a guy years ago yeah. um, who this is back in like, 2013. Um, he was the first guy that like shifted me because I was in 
a, a tizzy about something going off. I'm going off. And he looks at me and he laughs at me and he just laughs. And I was like, shit. And he was just like, he just, I don't remember what he said. Basically, like it was the the, the most genuine, like you're being ridiculous with love, mm-hmm. just like laughed at me. And it was the most calming experience where I was just like, it was got all the frustration just melted away. And I was like, holy shit. And yeah. that person and I didn't work out obviously, cause I'm, I'm with Josh. But um, when Josh came along, he had that same frequency of like, you're what you're saying of like staying in his frame. When I lose my shit, he literally looks at me and he's just like, he just laughs. Yes. And that makes me laugh because then I witness myself in my ridiculousness, in my divine feminine, yeah. um, in my chaos. And that right there is a reflection of how many relationships didn't work out because they would get into it with me and they would war with me. Um, and whereas Josh will just hold it and be like, we're not doing this. Like, right. We're not, we're not doing it. No. So like, okay. So here's the thing. So maybe to Josh and the other guy, it might've been natural or it's taught. I don't know, but here's the thing. A lot of guys don't know that. Right. And they think, and it was so funny. I find it interesting that men think women think like men. Mm, no. Women think like, <laughs> no. Men think like women. It's yeah. so fascinating to me. I think that's, that's like a misnomer, obviously. So it's just like, so to the guy, it's like, why is she just like, why is she so not chill? Like, why is she losing her shit? Everything's great. So it's like, okay. The thing you have to understand is what you love about her is that divine feminine. And there's the wildness, there is the wildness to divine feminine. Why you like it or not? We're it wild. Comes <laughs> it comes in one package. So you better figure out how to know how to deal with that fire. And it's going to benefit you in everyday life, connection, sexual, everything. But mm-hmm. if you don't know how to tame it and be the rock for her and the leader, mm-hmm. it's it's going to burn. Oh, so good. Okay. <gasps> I could freaking talk about this forever and we'll probably just have to do this again. Part two? Maybe we'll do part two. I think we're doing part two. Okay. Because like we could just go on forever, but we'll sure. we'll cut it here because sure. we're we're at a good length right now to not lose everyone's listening abilities. <laughs> this is so good. Okay. Before we end this amazing conversation, I want you to tell my people how they can find you, how they can work with you. Um, yeah. yeah. Tell them like, what is your Instagram? Where, where is the best way to, to connect with you? Contact me. So you yeah. can reach me at Mr. Walter Falasia, uh, on Instagram, Walter Falasia on uh, Facebook. You could reach me at Walter Falasia at gmail.com. Um, cause I know when it comes to like, especially programs and stuff like that, you want to get to know the person maybe a little bit more and I'm okay with like having consults and talking to people. And so they get to know me a little bit better. Right. Um, and it's funny because I find, especially for a men's program, my mindfulness program, it's all women. Of course. Okay? Obviously. Right. I've had maybe a, a one guy in the whole thing, but like, it's always women, but again, following that whole thing, my men's program, it's usually the women reaching out first for their man. Totally. Okay. Totally. Which is fine. <laughs> it is yep. what it is, right? Yeah. So uh, if you're a woman watching this and you think you're some man you love wants to improve his life physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, uh, reach out to me. I'd love mm-hmm. to help. And trust yeah. me, it benefits you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Right? So because much. Like, like again, not to go on because I know we got to cut this out, but it's like you know, one lady I saw the other day just got married. Man, low testosterone. And it's like, doesn't barely want to go to work. He's tired all the time. Doesn't help out around the house. He has mood swings. All the like symptoms of low testosterone, erectile dysfunction. Come on. Like this is not a, and it's not good for her or him. No, it's no, it's not good for anyone. Nobody. Nobody. We want healthy, everything, sex drive, life drive. Just yeah. All of it. I love this. And then can people work with you like with relationship coaching as well? Because just what we've talked about, this is so powerful. Yeah. So uh, again, it would be, I do do one-on-ones. I could do it over Skype too. So I do do that. So I got the mindfulness one. I do couple stuff and I do the men's stuff. Amazing. Amazing. And, And all the other things we talked about at the beginning that he does, like if you're in Ontario in the Hamilton area, GTA area, highly suggest um, I worked with Walter personally for 
until I left Hamilton, we were working deeply on all the energetics. Uh, My body was just like, just a different body after working with you. So highly suggest if you can physically go work with Walter, like to go do that as well. Uh, and it will be fun, I swear. It will be so fun. fun. So much fun. He laughs at you while he stabs you with acupuncture needles. <laughs> like it's good. It's a good time. That was so fun. <laughs> the worst. Oh God. Josh liked well, it too. Well, I cry. Yeah. Well, like, I have needles in my face and I'm crying. Um, good times. Good times. <laughs> Okay. okay, so I will drop all of Walter's info in the show notes so you guys have access to con- contacting him. And Walter, thank you so much for your no time. Thank you, Mary. So oh, much fun. So much fun. Always a good time with you. Yes. Appreciate it so much. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. No problem. See you guys.